Welcome to Hemp Logic Radio, where we attempt to sift facts from opinions in this upside-down world of industrial hemp. Here's your host, Corey Sharp and John Tucci. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is John Tucci. I don't think Corey Sharp is on the line with us right now. He might be having some technical difficulties. We're just going to wait a little bit. I'm actually the guest here, so I can't control the switchboard. Hello? So we're waiting for Corey Sharp. I don't know if you can hear me, but today we're supposed to be talking to a uh, to Mark uh, Mark Case is from uh, Southern Hemp Marketplace, and um, we're going to be talking to him about what he's doing and what he's seeing as far as a product and what he's been facilitating. Uh, in the meantime, I can tell you a little bit about <coughs> what we've been doing. Hey, John. Uh, yes, sir. John. Yeah. Yes. Uh, how are you? Welcome. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how in the hell um, – <laughs> Trying to help, trying to trying to get in here. Um, sorry, everyone. Yeah, I think uh, I was a lot of dead air. Uh, was there a lot? Of, I thought you. I told you to start talking. I was started. I just started talking. I didn't know how. I started talking in the beginning, but it was. It was I didn't want to do that. Corey, are you there? Corey, are you there for twenty seconds? So, <laughs> so now we got now we got dead air. So uh, you know, a little bit. Not too much. Little, That's yeah. okay. That that's our signature that's our signature touch right there. But I was trying I, I, to tell everybody. Yeah, I had to jump off because the uh, your internet, internet didn't sound clear. I, I yeah, have I have clear. struggled with internet now for two weeks. I've done four shows out of my truck. And now I thought I had this wired, but then realized that is you and I started talking. But uh, this, uh, 
this character, Mark Cates, I don't know where he's at. Um, oh, Mark's not calling in? Waiting. Uh-uh. Hmm. <clears throat> so. No, I, this, once again, it's kind of, you know, hey. Uh, so we have blog talk radio. Just to, just so let everybody know, guys, we do things live, and so um, unfortunately, uh, live things. I, I don't I don't edit. Um, you know, you sit there and you give numbers and you make sure everybody's. Uh, In the loop. Yeah. So, but anyway. Um, I know you were working over the weekend and I was working over the weekend and I was doing my um trying to do my LinkedIn videos this morning when I got sidetracked with a couple of um uh, conference calls so I didn't get a chance to post anything. But um we can talk about the upcoming, you know, your uh, what you have planned for your coffee with uh, Corey, your cocktails with Corey, your shallow thoughts like what, what we can we can uh, talk about what we're planning on doing as far as marketing and how we're trying to you know, reach reach people and uh, you know just some of the calls we've gotten in the past I don't know what 24 to 48 hours some of the uh, the amazing stories of millions of biomass being bought and sold billions of pounds of biomass 8 billions. to 10 million eight, 8 to 10 million another 8 to 10 million another 100,000 coming from Europe it's raining biomass <sighs> Um, yes, there's a lot of biomass being sold. That's for sure. I don't think anyone's bought it yet. Hold though. on a second. Hold on. Go ahead. Mark, are you there? I'm here. I'm sorry. I was looking for you to call me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I gave you. Hey, the, I gave good... you the call. That's a, it's all right. I, it's uh, I gave you the call in number last night, but we'll we'll get through it. So. That's all right. We're, um, so, uh, well, let's go ahead and start the show. Uh, we're on the phone with uh, Mark Case. He's the executive, uh, chief executive officer for Southern Hemp Marketplace. And uh, he's got some interesting things in, in coming on. And that's why we wanted to have him on to talk about this uh, uh, auction that he's got coming up. So, Mark, uh, welcome to the show. Well, good. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. I'm sorry about the mix-up on the call there. Uh, But, yeah, we've got uh, an international hemp auction market coming up in Nashville, actually in Franklin, which is just south of Nashville, a few miles, November 19th through the 21st, primarily focusing on biomass. Uh, But we're also going to have CBD concentrates, isolate, other blends, and uh, anything hemp and CBD that's below 0.3% THC, of course. So, what can you can you tell the audience a little bit how you see this how you see this working? Yeah, sure. And of course, they can go to our website, which I can give if you'd like me to, which makes it a little bit clearer. But um, so we have an arena here with about 45,000 square feet uh, on the base floor in a coliseum, about 4,000-seat 
Coliseum area, and then above that, a 35,000-square-foot concourse. So on the base floor, we're going to have about 830 sacks of biomass, which will come in uh, strategically uh, so that buyers, and buyers will be the only ones allowed on the auction floor, uh, legitimate buyers, which will be vetted. Uh, but anyway, buyers will be able to examine those sacks. In some cases, it will be a whole crop, depending on the size of someone's harvest. Other cases, in most cases, it's going to be a representative sample. So they can examine it. There will be a COA, of course, an identification code on each sack that goes along with a printed book, I mean, you know, an auctioneer's book, and uh, a COA from a third-party lab. And... Um, and then we're also going to have on site um, Eurofin, which does really rapid um, potency testing. So the, the COA we require in order to even bring product into the auction is a complete COA, which of course includes heavy metals and pesticides. Once it passes that and it passes the clean test, if you will, uh, then we'll bring it in and stage it uh, for examination for auction. If it doesn't pass that, it goes. But even on site, for example, if you're a buyer, I'm a buyer, you can uh, you examine a product, you check that lot or these 10 lots or these 100 lots that you know that you want to bid on when they come up for bid. Uh, if you want to, you can take that sample over to uh, Eurofin's testing station They'll test it in about 60 seconds, and uh, that cost is on us. Uh, so you can verify tests. So um, anyway, there are a lot of built-ins there to try to protect both the seller and the buyer. Uh, but anyway, so that's it for biomass, and there's much more to say. You could ask me. I'm sure you can think of things. We're also going to sell smokable flour. Uh, we're going to sell crude if it is blended down either with an ethanol or an MCT oil or whatever blending oil is so that it can be below 0.3% THC for those who may want to bring it in and sell it as a blend. We're also going to sell finished blends. We'll sell distillate and isolate, of course. And um, anyway, in each one of those, you know, as guidelines we're going by and protocol for movement of product and so forth. Okay. Wow. Well, I, I think when you and I first spoke, I mean, I kind of I likened it to the old uh, 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 tobacco, tobacco auctions. Were yeah. Yep. And so I started thinking about this, this harvest Armageddon that 2019 is turning into and <clears throat> farmers not having an outlet for their sales. Maybe uh, maybe this is something that a smaller farmer could possibly bring their, their crop to you. Tennessee, it's in Tennessee, right? That's right. Okay, so what if what if someone's in Oregon and they don't want to drag it all the way to Tennessee? What what are the options do you have? Well, exactly. Thank you. Uh, there there are two growers in Colorado at this point, and we haven't even started registering yet. But that I've talked to, one of them has sixty thousand pounds, so he's going to, of course, bring. Uh, I'm encouraging at least one COA, complete COA, per ten thousand pounds. 
uh, and then so he's going to bring a COA representative of per 10,000 pounds that is including metals and pesticides and then uh, also high resolution pics up to a 30 second video and then uh, his own I mean he's got to be there he can't send a representative uh, which is in the case with anyone uh, but so he doesn't even have to bring a representative sample now it's like I tell all the farmers, no matter who they are, where they're from, how much they've got or not, the more they can bring to satisfy the curiosity of the buyer so that he knows with greater confidence what he is buying, then the more he's going to pay and the more confidence he's going to buy. Uh, so it's up to each one. You know, we can recommend, but it's up to each one to bring whatever he can to convince that buyer that what the buyer is going to buy is actually represented well. The majority of people that will bring a representative sample like, and all of it will either be in super sacks, uh, you know, or something of that size, 40 to 48 inches square, so that we can handle it uniformly and so forth. So do you see, do you see, uh, all sides of farmers coming in, coming through this auction house. Uh, is that is that what you're seeing? I do. I have several. Well, I I have several ten thousand pound, five thousand pound, and then of course the majority of them are fewer than a thousand pounds. But I have a lot of uh, smokable flour, hundred to five hundred pounds. Uh, yeah. So. The majority will be small farmers, but we'll also have some large farmers. I, I'm sure of that. Uh, I'm, we're already talking with some large farmer cooperatives, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, of course, uh, one in Colorado. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, we're just waiting for Oregon to come in. But we 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 hadn't even started our sign-up period yet. It doesn't start till September 16th. And really, they're blowing the doors off. And, and if I can just say this, you know, the the auction is not an original idea. Neither is auctioning hemp. Uh, I, I came up with this because I was COO of a, an extraction company here in Tennessee uh, the first of the year. Now I'm building a new extraction plant uh, in East Tennessee. But at the time, you know, toll processing is uh, is an income stream for, for a processor. And, of course, farmers didn't want to toll process because what are they going to do with the oil? You know, so I'm thinking, what can we do with the oil? What can I help farmers do with the oil? They're all saying, you know, what are we going to do with the oil if we toll process? So I'm just thinking a little bit selfishly, the income stream for toll processing, so how can I help them move the oil? And, and I thought, well, you know, an auction, why don't we have an auction? And I began to research auctioning auctioning hemp, biomass, anything of the nature throughout the country in recent history. And, of course, it wasn't in re if it wasn't in recent history, it had to be in history a long time ago. And there was nothing really significant there. There were some small biomass auctions spotted around the country, just a few, and that's good. I'm glad. But there was nothing that could really make a difference on my objective, which which uh, was born out of all of this thinking, which is to help 
give the small farmer a good fair market stable price for his product. And I believe this has the opportunity to because we're doing it on such a large platform. So I was going to ask you, it sounds like you have a, a, a great uh, reach with the uh, farmers. What about on the buyer side? Are you getting any, uh, what do you see, uh, who's, who's out there looking to buy? What do you see on that side of it? We are. Um, I don't want to give names, but first no let me names. say, of course, <laughs> yeah, the buyer, the buyer side is not quite as anxious, of course. What I mean, you know, I've I've been in sales before in years past. I don't want five salesmen lined up, you know, right beside me trying to sell a client. Uh, uh, so the buyers are not as anxious to get in. They'd rather negotiate, and I can fully understand that. But that being said, buyers are interested. I do have serious large buyers who are planning on coming that that I know personally. I have one who supplies for Walmart, CVS, and uh, Walgreens, for example, uh, a major supplier of isolate uh, for them who's coming in and who's probably going to bring isolate, as a matter of fact, because the isolate crash. Uh, but, yes, there is buyer interest. Here's the thing. When we ring up a million pounds, two million pounds of biomass on the floor, what buyer in his right mind would not want to at least be there? Yeah, of uh, course. That's my question. So well, that, that's, that's what we're I think, going for. I think you and I touched on this. You know, it's, this is going to be a, uh, you know, wait and see type of thing. It's it's what does this look like? Uh, how many people bring their – it's just like any auction. Uh, how many people are going to bring their, their cattle to, to auction? Uh, how far away are they going to, you know, how far is our farmers from Oregon going to bring their crop all the way to Tennessee to be auctioned off? And then, of course, yeah, so, yeah, there's a, there, I'm sure there's a lot of interest on just how this is going to, could it possibly work? You know, could, can it work? Um, I, 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 I assume there's going to be different kinds of minimums and things like that, right? Right, Mark? Can, can, the, uh, can the mom and pop shop go there and buy three or four, you know, uh, what, you know pounds of smokable flour? Is it that kind of audience? No, no, no. It w- it would be minimums, and actually, I hadn't finished uh, writing all that up for smokable flour in particular. But but it'll right. need to be minimums, of course, because uh, on on the buyer's floor, which is the main floor of a coliseum, if you're sitting right there on the main floor, it's uh-huh. only going to be buyers and qualified buyers. Uh, that are not moms and mom and pops. Of course, there may be some, but we're talking about people that are going to be buying a thousand to five to ten thousand pounds. Um, right. And then smokable flour is different. Now, we're going to sell the, or at least as I have it planned now in our team. You know, we've worked many hours putting this together. <laughs> the logistics, the logistics, you might imagine, are a nightmare. I mean, they, you know, from the legal side, I have three uh, hemp attorneys working on it, if you can imagine that. So now you know how expensive it is. I have um, uh, the whole material logistics as well as the, the money logistics, and for each specific item and how it is uh, handled legally. 
I have the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation on board, uh, which is amazing, uh, working with me as well as the local law enforcement. So anyway, I got, I got into that when you ask about minimums on flour. Yes, they're going to be minimums on flour. I don't know what that'll be yet, but probably, you know, at least 100 pounds, and that's not very much. Here, oh, I no, not at all. Biomass is first, then smokable flour, and then we'll go to the extracts. So biomass, for example, we can sell, depending on the size lots, uh, in a six-hour auction with a break in the middle, we can sell three to 350 lots. Uh, And it's a three-day event. So if if the market demands it, and if we have so many lots, then we're going to have a couple of five-hour auctions in that one day and then the next day. So whenever the, the biomass moves out, the smokable flower buyers move in. And, you know, so we, we can have a few more mom-and-pop, you know, people in the smokable flower because they're not blended in with the big biomass buyers. See what I mean? Right. Does that make sense? If it doesn't, tell me because... <laughs> it sounds like a great, no, we're, we're all it sounds like an undertaking. Out. Yeah, it's uh, it is. Hey you know, guys, and listen to this. We've got uh, we're building a platform that's uh, like about 350, 400 square feet over the uh, some stadium seating, and bringing in uh, the same guys that live stream the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're going to bring it oh. in. There, we're going to have a Jumbotron. We've already got people wanting to just buy the Jumbotron live stream because we're buying enough broadband to do this in a big way. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's it's a major event. We're inviting Bloomberg, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and we have inroads to to have those participants. So we're setting up a media area for these guys. I, I really... I mean, of course, I'd love to make money in this, of course, but if, I think that the industry really needs uh, some kind of benchmark pricing. I, I was in it last year. I grew five acres last year. I'm going 70 this year, and I talked to a lot of farmers. I teach a Hemp 101 class, so I've had hundreds of farmers come through, and they're calling me all the time. I have been, you know, for a year. What are we going to do with our biomass? So, there you go. Well, it's, it sounds like an interesting concept. I, I uh, you know, I, I think after the first time I talked to you, I was, you know, it's like, well, maybe this is an option that that we can, you know, get out there and, and say, hey, if you if you're if you're a smaller farmer and you've got ten acres and you've done all the work, uh, then maybe this is an option for you to get your your product sold because. Uh, there's so many broker jokers out there willing to take a chunk out of everybody's butt. You know, let's let's separate the brokers out of out of the mix and make them uh, go to this auction. That was my that was my thought process on this. Correct. No, they, I, they, I they agree hundred percent. Yeah, gonna, I agree hundred percent. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was oh, going to say they don't have to bring can, their entire. We can pull that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm afraid to talk today. 
<laughs> if we can pull the if we can pull the Joker if we can pull the broker Joker out from behind his computer screen and force him to a location uh, to be involved in this industry, then I'm all for it. <clears throat> yeah, for I it. agree. There are a lot of there are a lot of guys uh, that are sitting behind a desk with their feet propped up, smoking a big cigar, don't have a dime in the game, sitting on the telephone, broken for somebody. You know, and and beating the small farmer down. The small farmer is what this is, was originally designed for. Uh, I've just had some some what I would call bigger farmer. Now, ten thousand pounds is not that big in your neck of the woods, but over here where we are, that's pretty big farm. Uh, you know, in our in our territory, of course, there's some much larger than that. But you get my point. So, so uh, hopefully, the guy with the big cigar that doesn't do anything and doesn't have any skin in the game is going to have to actually pay up or shut up. You know, and yep. legitimate processors are you know are going to work legitimately. You know, hopefully, usually, I've seen some big shenanigans going on there, too, but um, there are enough it's small be- farmers out there that we could auction for two weeks straight every day and not even auction them all. You know, they're they're out there. Yeah, and the gap between farmer and uh, end user is going, to, is going to get closer. You're not going to need all those joker brokers in the, in the middle anymore. Uh, you're going to be able. You're going to be able to tell who's growing. Who's growing heavy. You just go to the ag departments and look them up in, in each state, and these the, these major companies will find them and, and bypass the brokers. But I, I think what you're doing gives both sides an opportunity to at least walk the floor, shake hands. Maybe they don't sell it that day. Uh, they can make a future arrangement. What I was going to say earlier is, if I'm a farmer in Oregon and I have 50 acres, I don't have to show it with all my 50 acres. I just have to show it with a sample. Is that what you're saying? Right. You don't even have to bring a sample, but if you can, better, I suppose. For sure, if it's really quality product, there's nothing like holding it, you know, and, and touching Correct. it, smelling it. Um, well, but, and that's, that's part of that's part of that. You know, uh, you can say you've got a you've got a you've got what the you've got a uh, I might lose you here, guys. It says auto shutdown. I don't know what the hell happened. Can you guys still I hear can me? I still hear you. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, okay. If I if I lose you guys, it, it's the damn internet. Um. So if a guy has a head of 200 cattle, he doesn't bring three and say I've got 197. He's got to bring them all in. If it was me and I had 10 acres and I had 10,000 pounds or 20,000 pounds, I would, um, uh, I would. Uh, most definitely bring the whole thing in. Gotcha. So, you know, that's um, actually the best No, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. But, you know, there are some, I mean, I've, I've talked with them. They called me. I didn't call them, and, and we've only just begun. I can only imagine what may happen in the next two months. But I've talked to some, some what I would consider large growers, 50 to 100,000 pounds, that are very disgusted with the prices they've been offered. Now, some of them are, you know, wanting too much, and they're just not going to get it. But some have a legitimate gripe. They they didn't contract. They, they're growing. They can sell it. They can make money, but they're very unhappy with the price. 
So, uh, like wait, wait till like this I'm season. Told. Wait till this season. Yeah, wait till this season pans out, and they're really not going to be yeah. happy. Um, yeah, and, and that's and that's big in part because in the beginning of state the last season, well, the beginning of the season, I should say, the numbers they were using to project their to forecast their return on investment has drastically changed. Drastically changed. Those numbers they were using three three dollars and fifty cents, four dollars a point, they're no longer around. They're no longer around. We we. we uh, we're on the phone pretty much every day with pricing, and uh, I think that's what the expectation, the, the upfront expectation um, planning has completely changed. And you just said it yourself. Uh, there's there's people bringing isolate to the to the floor because they can't get rid of it because of the drop in that's isolate right. prices. So I mean, yeah, that's that's right. was, I see a I see a complete and utter meltdown. Uh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, uh, I just it, it doesn't look. It doesn't look promising for all this all this biomass coming off, and uh, so you know, it, it, to my to, if you're a small farmer, I would I would definitely reach out and get it, find out where where Mark is, and uh, you know, see if you can get your your crop that's that's off and get it get it to auction and get my here's my here's my motto for this year. It's like guys, we got to get you out of 19 so you can go to 20. It, it, right. Take what you can get, hopefully break even. Regroup, Minimize your loss. Do it right? differently. Learn from your mistakes. You're not gonna, you know. Uh, I mean, guys, I have, I have been in the game. I thought I was gonna retire. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Right. So, you know, let's let's. My biggest thing for right now is let's. Uh, this is for all the farmers out in the United States. Is let's get you out of 19 and into 20. Because it doesn't yeah. be yeah. any good if you if you can't get out of 19. So this, you know, Mark offers an option to, to possibly do that. Um, you know, you certainly don't want to take 10,000 pounds to auction and then have a have a floor that it doesn't sell. You know, have a uh, right. a, a reserve. You know, it's what do you have? You know, I would take 10,000 pounds to your auction, knowing what I need to get out of it just to break even. And take it. Yeah, and, and you can right. sell reserved or unreserved. You know, you can sell reserved or absolute, whatever. Oh yeah, whatever. And no, but but here's another thing, Corey. You guys were just mentioning a minute ago. Hence, another reason for the auction because I believe there's going to be a train wreck. You know, about that time, uh, and a lot of small farmers are going to realize they're not going to get what they wanted there. It's not working for them, and the best thing they can do is go to the highest bidder, uh, and so it gives them an opportunity to just cash out. Um, I, another exactly. interesting thing, you know, I, I just got out of a U.S. Hemp Authority meeting, and we were talking about um, what the USDA regs are going to come out with, and of course we all know they're going to require the total THC you know, THCA and Delta 9, of course, you guys know, but for the audience, and, well, the, and most states do. I think probably all but Tennessee and New York. Uh, I'm not sure of that, but I know in Tennessee, uh, to pass the, the, the Tennessee requirements, Department of Agriculture, only Delta 9 is tested. Well, if the, if the uh, USD comes out with the regs, which surely they will, uh, and then this month or next month, 
uh, were forecasted to last month. So any time they should be coming out with them. And they're going to say that all THC is going to be tested in total. Imagine the Tennessee farmers and or New York farmers and any other state that's only requiring Delta 9 that are going to realize that their crop, if not sold, is going to be worthless and even against the law by the time the regs go into place, which would be after a comment period of whatever, 90 to 120 days or something. So, I mean, just that reg alone could drive product to market somewhere. It doesn't have to be at auction. I mean, somewhere, I don't think we're going to find a lot of remnant next year like we did this year. And we're going to have a remnant auction anyway in May. So so if you do, we'll see you there maybe. But, but anyway, so, yeah, it may be well, a place to cash out for a lot of small people at the last minute. Yeah. So, hey, let's real quick. We've got uh, about 10 minutes left. Uh, if somebody is listening live, uh, you know, we're live, so we might as well take in. Let's see if we've got anybody that wants to call in. Go ahead and call in. It's 319 319- Five two seven six two zero one. Call in, and if you have any questions for Mark or or John or I, then that would be the place to do it. Um, so, Mark, do you, what about the other locations? What are you guys planning on? What are you guys planning on for the future? Well, we we haven't selected the specific venues, uh, but we'd like to do one in Colorado, of course. We want to do one in the Plains, maybe Kansas. Um, uh, we'd like to do one in the Northeast, probably Pennsylvania or Northern Virginia, somewhere in that general area because there's so many growers in Pennsylvania and Virginia. Um, and and then, of course, keep the one in Franklin, Tennessee. And we'll do a – now, what we hope to do is simultaneously do a harvest auction next year in each of these sites, locations. Uh, gives more small farmers or any farmers, but gives more farmers opportunity. In the spring, and, and even this time I should have said, uh, we're going to sell mothers, uh, clones, seeds, and seedlings in this auction on the last day of the auction. Um, and uh, but in this, not the spring, but the late winter, last of February, we're going to have another seed seedling clone uh, and mother plant auction, and then a remnant auction in early May, so people can get out of the crop from last year that they didn't sell if they can't seem to find a buyer and they want to cash out, and it gives them money to grow the next year. Well, it definitely sounds. I'm excited to see how it works out. Um, uh, we got your your website here. John will go through all that, and uh, let's let's keep uh, let's keep in touch, and you know, make sure that uh, I'll, I'll forward this information on to, to our group, and, and I'll I'll blog about it, and, and we'll talk about it. But uh, we, you know, we definitely. wish you the best, Mark. And uh, John, you got anything for Mark? Well. Uh, Mark, do we need to know any kind of uh, requirements to get in for the buyers? Is there an entry fee or uh, anything like that? I'm going to mention all your all your information at the end of the show here so they know where to get in touch with you. Is there anything they need to know as far as uh, entry fee or that kind of a thing? Or, Thank you. Uh, 
thank you. We are we are finishing up all the all the costs on that right now, and it'll be up on the website is up, but that'll be added to it on September sixteenth. Uh, so yeah, if you give our website, they can go That's there now and just get an overview, and then on the sixteenth they'll have actual cost. That's the hemp 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 auctionhouse dot com website, correct, Mark? Uh, uh, no, it's hempauctionmarket.com. Oh, gotcha. Hemp auctionmarket.com. Market.com. Gotcha. How about a phone number? Do you have a phone number? Uh, yeah, four two three six six three. Uh, let me remember. Um, four three six seven. Four two three six six three four three six seven. Perfect. Okay. Very good. All right. So um, go to Mark's web website at uh, hempmarketplace.com. Is that what it was, Mark? Hemp Hemp Auction Market. Hemp Auction Market.com. So that's it. Just think, heck, Hemp Auction, and then it's a market. So yeah. Hempauctionmarket.com. Perfect. Thank All you. All right. Wonderful. Very good. Great information, and we Let's appreciate what you're touch. doing for the small farm, without a doubt. And we also will we'll, we'll put your information out in our email, so our, uh, our uh, 8,000 email subscribers will get your information. And I, we appreciate it. I know there's farmers out there that are going to appreciate this opportunity uh, because there is a, a divide between the, uh, the smaller guys and the larger guys. And the smaller guys need a, uh, a marketplace like this to at least bring their uh, – their crop and uh, develop those relationships directly with the with the uh, the sellers and the buyers. Uh, so that's, that's, that's a yes. great format, and, and we definitely appreciate it. So, uh, other right, than that, guys. I have a I got, okay. I got so, a cut. I got a cut to move. Okay, so great. I want to thank Mark from Southern Hemp Marketplace, and you can find all our Hemp Logic Radio podcasts and blogs on our website at hemplogicusa.com. Go to our contact page, fill out the web form, and uh, you are entered directly into our system. Uh, you can call us at 866-472-3311. Reach me at john at hemplogics.com. Check us out on LinkedIn. Watch for Corey Sharp, uh, Cocktails with Corey, Shallow Thoughts with Corey. Thank you very much. Right on, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks.